Hello, hello. This is Sherry from the Sherry K. Hoff Show, where we focus on living joyfully and successfully in your life and business. You can find us at SherryKHoff.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com. My guest, Rosa Rodriguez, is a business coach, but before becoming a coach, she worked in the finance and accounting industry for over 15 years. She helps mompreneurs build their own high-ticket coaching program, even if they're still working a nine-to-five so they can live life on their terms. Hi, Rosa. I'm so happy you're here today. I'm excited to kind of unpack everything that you have to offer for our people that are listening. So how are you? How's your day going? Good. Thank you so much for having me, Sherry. I really appreciate you doing this. Well, I know that you work with mompreneurs. And so tell me a little bit about your story, how you went from your career to what you're doing right now and um, and kind of, you know, the fun stuff, like the the family stuff that makes you drive your decision making and things like that. People love to hear that. Yeah. So um, I first uh, got into coaching after having lost my dad back in 2014. That was kind of like the, you know, the thing that pushed me to look for something more. Um, So I was working in corporate. I have been in finance and accounting for about 15 years. And I had always uh, worked for these big corporations. And, you know, once that happened, that kind of shook my world. It was something that just just started, helped me kind of like understand what is my purpose in the world. And I, you know, I had my son at the time. So I started just to create like an exit strategy. Um, I didn't leave my job right away, um, but I started to put myself out online. I started sharing thoughts and I started to attract an audience because I was just, uh, I was just sharing like raw emotion. I was going through a grieving process. And because I was just posting, I, I was literally just like creating quotes and and just sharing information online. Um, And people started to be attracted to my journey of healing. Um, And eventually, as I found my way, right, I got my, I started like looking through um, how I can learn more and put my, my skills to use. And eventually I started using what I learned in the business to actually help people online. So, you know, I said, well, um, I have all these skills, right? How can I actually put it uh, to use um, in the coaching world? Um, so that's that's where it all started. Wow, I love that. I love that you started, you know, with a message first and that, um, you know, then it kind of fell into a business. So you weren't going, okay, how can I make money? How can I, you know, how can I do this? How can I do that? It was more like the inner soul of you coming out and reaching these people. And um, I just think that's beautiful. That's, you know, that. Yeah. Cause it wasn't something that I was trying, you know, it wasn't something that I figured out, like planned out. I just said, you know, I have to somehow share this and that's how it or kind of like organically happened. So. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I love that. I, I've coached and worked with so many people who that is how their business unfolded. They actually weren't really business people. A lot of them didn't have any sort of business background, but just found that love that, you know, that thing that they really um, love to do and love to share. And then it turns into something beautiful. So I know that I know that you work with mompreneurs helping them create a high ticket coaching program. So why, first let's talk about what is a mompreneur because I know the the term is thrown around a little bit. So <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, to, so to me, a mompreneur is a mom who has a, a business or, you know, like a mom who is an entrepreneur. And I know that we've named it mompreneur as for short, uh, but it's really uh, a, a mom who is a, a business owner. Um, and sometimes, you know, we share the word mompreneur, um, I think, just to be able to connect with women who are already using the term. Uh, but I don't think that it, it shouldn't take away from like you're a business owner. Right. You, uh-huh. you, you are um, and you are a mom, which you don't have to be one or the other. You can do both. Um, and that, I think that's why we use the term together. <laughs> right, right. I remember when I started my business in 2007, one of, you know, of course I had a mission and, you know, knew what I wanted to do, but a big part of it for me was freedom of schedule. Not that I mm-hmm. wouldn't be have work to do and be busy, but that I could be the carpool mom, that I could be, you know, the cheer mom who drove the girls places, you know, I could my schedule around those kinds of things. And, um, and it's strange because it was like, I realized when my daughters were teenagers, they needed me more than when they were little kids, even because those teenage years are so chaotic. And so I'm really thankful Mm -hmm. that, you know, I had, and my son was actually very young when I started, um, um, completely just doing my own business from home in 2007. But um, yeah, I I would never say, oh, I wish I would have made a different choice. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. been an amazing, uh, you know, <laughs> over, you know, what, what is it? 2023, 16 years. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure I did the math right on that, but oh well. <laughs> Um, it's kind of a surprise. It feels like sometimes I just started it yesterday. But um, okay, so now that we understand mompreneurs, you know, what we mean by that, um, and you specifically work with people to help them charge a high ticket item. So give me some examples of that. Like what would be a high, you know, give me maybe a business example and what would be a ticket item? As yeah, and a low ticket item. Right. So, you know, I started off with low a low ticket item. So uh, I started off with uh, just like taking clients and charging them per session. You know, like I was I was charging maybe like a hundred bucks per session or two hundred bucks per session. And that was uh how that was a low ticket item because you know, you could have one client that comes in one time and then you know, they don't, they don't have, um, the consistency, right? So if you, if you have uh, clients that way, like it can be really overwhelming, especially for a mom, 
So you can fill your schedule with a bunch of calls um, and it's never really enough um, to support a family or to leave your full-time job if you're working right now. Um, and it was, and it was for me, like I was taking clients, but I didn't have enough, like my coaching clients, uh, were not like so, so much, it wasn't making enough that I was like saying, okay, now I can leave my job and, um, and, and I can support my family with this. So, um, I got into the high ticket space, uh, when I met a coach that kind of like, you know, he showed me the way. So, it was very important for me to, you know, I had done courses and all these things before. Uh, but when I got a coach, when I got a mentor, that's when I realized, oh, you know what? This is more convenient for me because if I can take one client or two clients per month that are, let's say, from $3,000 and up, um, or that would be more a lot easier for me to get to my goal. Um, every month, then it would be for me to take five to 10 clients, which could be a little bit overwhelming, especially for a mom. Um, and for, for you to have that freedom to be able to have that schedule that we, right, that we talked about, that is ideal for us to be able to do what we want. Um, it is important for us to charge a high ticket price. Uh, and to be able to to charge that high ticket price, obviously, um, and you know, uh, and you know about this, you have to create an offer that is worth that much. Um, right. So, yeah. So that's really important. So why are why are mompreneurs resistant to this idea of high ticket? Yeah. So mompreneurs and I, I feel like women in general um, are a little bit more modest with their pricing. Um, I, I have, uh, and most of the time is, is like being able to say your price. Um, and a lot of times people say like, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. Uh, I'm not sure if I can say to someone like, you know, I'm going to charge you, um, $3,000 for three months or, you know, and, and although it's not even like, it's not a high ticket item. When you think about it, if you meet with somebody, um, on a weekly basis, for example, is like, it's not that much, but if for, for them to say the price is just hard. And I think that comes with the mindset that comes with like what, um, society has taught us, um, you know, growing up, like it depends with uh, what your beliefs are. And, uh, and I, um, you know, in my program, that's one of the things that I address first, <laughs> like, okay, you want to charge a high ticket price, but can you, uh, confidently say it, um, say your price, say what you are really worth because you are. Uh, so it's, it's important to learn that confidence piece at the beginning. Right. Because no matter what you charge, you have to believe it when you say it, because if you don't right. believe it, that comes across in your energy. So getting 100%. to the point where, yeah, you really believe it is so important. And yeah, you know, sometimes it's just practice saying it out loud. Sometimes it's tapping, it's, you yeah. know, meditating, it's writing affirmations, it's um, really getting to that point where you totally believe that price. And right. yeah, and people can even muscle test and, um, and see if they believe their price. So um, right. I think it's really great that you tackle that right away in the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. so let's talk about the importance of kind of sort of the same 
lines of being hesitant, but why is it so important? And you started saying, talking about, um, you know, being able to have a sustainable business and it's just not yeah. sustainable unless you want to work 60, 70 hours a week or more doing right. one-off clients, you know, for an hour here, or two hours there. Um, so besides that, what, why is it so important for us to charge our worth? Um, for us, I mean, as a mom, I feel like it, it gives me more confidence to know that I have, you know, that, that I can charge a premium price, but that people that I can find clients that are interested in something that I'm offering at that price. So like my first, uh, for example, um, my first high ticket client that I was found like surprised that I was able to get that client and, it happened organically, like, you know, the, we connected through an interview and, um, you know, I said, this is how much I charge. And she was like, okay. And, and, um, I was more, I feel like I was surprised that she had said, okay, to this. Um, and that moment changed me and gave me confidence to say, to, to believe in myself, uh, to believe that, there are people out there. If there's one person who is willing to pay for this, there are people out there who who believe in what I have and who can see the worth of what I'm in, in my offer, who can see the 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 things that I'm that I'm offering is valuable. So um if they can see it, you know, why not me? Like, you know, why haven't I been believing in myself this way? When there are people out there who see me this way, who who see my value. And sometimes we, and especially in the beginning, we feel like nobody's watching, right? We are out there showing up um, and we don't get a lot of, maybe a lot of engagement on social media. We don't get a lot of eyes. Uh, we don't get a lot of comments, but there are always, there's always someone watching. And if you continue to believe in yourself and continue to speak about the thing that you're selling with confidence, uh, people for sure are going to see that in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's so important to recognize that there's an ideal client fit for you, you know, with a person. There's an there's that ideal client there. We we're, we're not out there trying to get everybody. We're out there getting the people working mm-hmm. with us who are meant to work with us. And yes. and that's a whole different, you know, it it takes down the temperature a little bit, you know, like I, yeah. I say to people, you can't go out there feeling desperate. Like I have to get a client or I have to do this. I have to do that. When you right. have that confidence that what I offer is the exact match for my ideal client. So yep. um, yeah, I, well, I love all this and you know how helpful this is for anybody in business, not just moms. Um Okay, so let's move into talking about mom guilt and how to get past this to have a successful business. Yeah, I believe that, you know, at the beginning, I I felt some guilt, you know, for having to say, hey, I need someone, I need help with this uh, as a mom. So um, I'm not, I, I am not putting that like, I would say that um, the identity of like the 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 greatest mom ever, like the best mom ever, um, 
if I don't do certain things for, for my kids, or if I ask someone else to do it, or, you know, their dad to do it, that that doesn't make me any less of a, you know, of a mom or of a good mom. Um, but I really felt like I had to do all these things. Like, these are the things that I'm supposed to be doing for my child. Um, and if I didn't do that, you know, it, it felt, I felt bad. Um, so it took, it took a while for me to get past that. Um, and that's also, you know, things that we have to unlearn um, and and relearn some and learn new things in place of that belief. Um, so it is it is a journey for sure. You know, something that I'm still working on. Um, but uh, I feel like we have to by sharing these stories. Um, I feel like we help other moms and and being transparent um, on in all places, not, you know, on podcast interviews, but also on social media, like sharing more of the things that we struggle with. Um, and that being some of that being the guilt that we have felt or that we feel sometimes um, when we are um, working in, in our business and doing the things that we have to do to create a sustainable business. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, and and I don't know what if you've experienced that uh, in your in your years yeah. of <laughs> in your yeah. years of it. Well, I think that um, I think every mom has mom guilt. So one of the things that you know I kind of focused on is whatever I was doing. If I was a stay-at-home mom, didn't have a business, if I worked out in the corporate world, which I did for years, um, or I ran my own business, I there would still be guilt, you know, about something because we're held to such a high standard and maybe it's ourselves that holds, you know, we hold ourselves to such a high standard. We don't want to make the same mistakes our parents did, even if they raised us great, we still feel like we want to do better than our parents and we don't want to mess up our kids. But what I'm learning is my kids are all adults now. And I think when they're in their twenties, it's like, everything's the parent's fault, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the time you get to be like in your mid thirties, you figure out, Oh, my parents kind of knew a few things. Um, and yeah. it's kind of my own <laughs> journey too, you know, so, but it's kind of good to have that because then it creates a separation and you have yeah, to have yeah. that separation for people to go off and do their own thing, you know? So, yeah. um, so yeah, I I think just accepting that there is no way to parent without having some guilt sometimes, but then also to do what I could to realize, oh, I'm feeling guilty. Why am I feeling guilty? And you know, what can I replace that with, or what what can I do about it that will help me get to a place of inner peace? Yeah, that that's I think that's great. With like you said, what can I replace that with? Because sometimes you know, we aim to like remove, but not replace. And I think um, it, it's really important to do it that way. Um, like what other things can we introduce there that are going to be healthier, you know, habits or thoughts. Uh, so that's, that's really important to me. That has helped me a lot. And um, uh, also like setting boundaries has been really important for me. My, my kids are um, one, one and a half year old, the four year old and an 11 year old. So um, with, with like being able to have the boundaries around, um, like my time, uh, and having other people and being able to ask for help, you know, it was really hard for me to learn to 
to ask for help. Um, and still, you know, obviously sometimes it is hard to, to still do that. Um, uh, but, but being more open to asking for help when I needed it, I think that has definitely helped me a lot in my journey. Mm, I love that. Well, I know that you have a free gift that you're offering to people. So tell us what that is. Yeah, so I have um, a free training that um, I had created for your audience where they can um, they can see exactly how how they can use uh, or how can they can create content that is going to um, turn into actual sales. So, uh, you know, building trust with your audience. So how to create, you know, captions that convert and things like that. Um, just the whole process from the way that your uh, profile looks, even your profile picture, your how to optimize those things. And, you know, Instagram and uh, Facebook, these social media platforms are always changing. Um, so I definitely kept it to some uh, so like principles that can continue to to work for you over time. So that mm-hmm. is what I'm gifting to you guys. <laughs> yeah. And that link will be on the um podcast website page at at sherrykhoff.com and you'll be able to click on that link and get that um so also how can people find you like um can you give us your website or the best way to reach you maybe is it instagram facebook yeah (laughs) so i'm mostly on instagram and my handle is at i am rosa rodriguez uh, and my website is IamRosaRodriguez.com and on Facebook, Rosa Rodriguez on YouTube at I am Rosa Rodriguez as well. So um, that's where you can find me. Okay, that's terrific. Well, we've talked about a lot here on this podcast. So what is the one or two things that you'd like your listeners to come home with today, like to really remember about you or about what they should be doing for themselves? Yeah, I, I want to leave you with, you know, people are going to see you the way that you see yourself. Um, So if you start to see and believe in the thing that you have in your gift, then people are going to start to see that as well. And I think if you remember that and you carry that out throughout your message and through everything that you put out there, then you're going to be okay. Mm. Wow. that I'm just letting that sink in for people. That's really beautiful. Well, I just want to thank you so much and thank you to all of our listeners. And no matter where you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. This episode is sponsored by the Spirit Guided Biz Course. You can find out more information at sherrykhoff.com. That's S-H-E-R-I-K-A-Y-E-H-O-F-F.com.